Crunch time coming up big when it counts. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Crunch Time, where we come up big when it counts. I'm Don with the great men's source and Lukey. How you going, gentlemen? What's up, then? Me, me and Dom were having a nice conversation until Saucy just cut us about mid, mid, uh, mid-sentence. <laughs> I would just jump in the private chat like we usually do and type certain, yeah. <laughs> uh, certain, certain things that just make us laugh every week anyway. so uh, But you're all well, which is good. Uh, you're back this week. We missed you yeah. last week. Obviously, you were away. I was away. Um, nice, so yeah. nice little break. Nice little break, which is good. And Saucy, you recovered. Hobby hangout last week. Yeah, You're yeah, right. definitely. Uh, look, I'm I'm still in 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 awe of uh, the turnout and and what a day it was. It was unbelievable, um, and look forward to you know many more shows to come. Um, and yeah, who knows what the future holds in terms of shows in person uh, in, in regards to the hobby here in in Melbourne, especially our home city. Um, so yeah, um, I look forward to to see what what's you know pops up. In the next twelve months, um, I think there is definitely room for for more. So yeah, it'll be definitely. interesting. Especially if that's if, especially if that's going to be the turnout. Because I unfortunately didn't get to make it down, um, but it looked really good. Had a bit was, of FOMO, boys. Not gonna lie. Yeah, fair enough. Well, we've got a few things on the agenda today. A bit of NFT stuff, a bit of uh, BTC update from Saucy, uh, and. I think where we'll start is a article from Lukey that he's seen. Whoop, more jeepers. I'll bring this up. Put this one up on the socials today. Um, got to have a little bit of a quick read. Nothing too in-depth, though, so we're all going to read it here together. Here he is. It is Man City announcing they will be the first football team to build a stadium in the metaverse. Um, this article is from Soccer Bible. Shout out to them. So they're said to be the first Premier League club to join the metaverse with news that they have signed a three-year deal with Sony that will see them build a virtual Etihad Stadium. Any of that makes sense to you? Nah, us either. Yeah, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Looks like metaverse is the future. (laughs) No avoiding it. So we all better get on board or risk being left behind. Yeah. All right. So they're just talking a bit shit. So ready player one, it's like that. Pretty much that's what's going to happen. This is pretty funny. Whatever. We want it to be while our real bodies veg out in a dark, dingy room somewhere, <laughs> courtesy of Facebook, who appear to be leading the way in building this episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> These guys are Facebook, for it. They're definitely yeah, for it. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely for it. Definitely for it. So very interesting. Interesting. It's pretty cool. Sure. I don't know if you, I don't know if any of you caught the uh, you know, they're doing something similar with uh, NBA, I think the Brooklyn Nets were like the first team to do something similar. Um, Here it you is. Can, you, know, really, you can get like a three D view or look at, um, you know, this is, play. This is uh, you can get camera angles that you, you just can't get on, you know, NBA League Pass. So I would assume it would be something similar with uh, the Man City Stadium. You'd be able to access, you know, really cool camera angles. Obviously, they're going to have comprehensive cover coverage you know to, to be able to do the the virtual reality stadium uh they would have to you know install a whole bunch of cameras uh which mm. i'm guessing you know that's what they're, they're doing and then they're going to create this this virtual stadium which i don't know um you know the, is it a thing in the future where you know people at is. home uh watch the game like that instead of you know with their goggles on instead of 
you know, on their, you know, 72 inch uh, LED plasma screen or, or whatever. Um, well, I don't if, know. If, if they get it into real high, high definition, like 10K, 12K stream, like video quality, this is literally exactly what you said, Source, on the money. So, Nuria Tari, City Football Group's Chief Marketing and Fan Engagement Officer, said the whole point is we could imagine of having a metaverse is you can recreate a game, you could watch the game live, you're a part of the action in a different way through different angles, and you can fill the stadium as much as you want because it's unlimited. It's completely virtual. She then goes on to say, but also you're in control of what you want to be watching at the time. There's not one broadcast point of view. You can look at it through any angle of the stadium. That's, That's nice. the sky, the limit. So it's like us when we go to Avondale, mate. If we want to stand behind the goals, <laughs> we'll watch it from behind the goals. If we want to go watch it on, on the wing, we go watch it on the wing. So well, I, I just I just think it's an amazing thing because you could really, essentially, it, it's like watching the game, but we're you know, being at the game, but not actually being there. So when you're on TV, you're limited to the panning of that camera or whatever they're showing, right? Now, if I want to watch, for instance, a guy behind the ball and his movement off the ball, you can't really do that because you might not be in the shot of the camera. So in essence, this is going to allow you to do that sort of thing. You know, I think this would, this would be uh, absolutely crazy. You know, if this ended up becoming a thing, I mean, how this would be used by uh, other clubs for for you know tactical purposes and and yeah. and so on i think it would be really really cool um it, you know I'm, I'm sure they get all the different camera views already but but um you know the the fans would get that sort of experience uh you know when you when the club set up and, and try to you know plan for for an opposition and all the different camera angles you'd be able to see those sorts of camera angles that they look at um which would be really awesome in terms of viewing you know sports from home this would be revolutionary really um, I heard actually a thing today. How talking? I think it was Gary Vee talking about it. How we went from you know the radio. Like he, in in his context, he was talking about how people are sort of not welcoming of the change. It's like when they went from going to the games in like the 1940s to radio to TV. Um, this here, not him saying it. This is sort of my thoughts. This could be the next evolution of that, really, and the way we we view sports not being physically there in the stadium. Hundred percent. Well, it, it gives yeah. an opportunity for people that potentially can't afford to go overseas, you mm. know, ever have the opportunity to go watch their team play live, they get that opportunity from their home. Yeah. Like, it's actually pretty cool. It's the closest thing that some people may get to, I don't know, touching a player, you know what I'm saying? Like that that feel <laughs> of being at a game, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you can yeah, reach yeah. out and high-five your favorite player or something like that. Yeah. It's the closest they can get. The craziest thing that could happen, though, is that we get so advanced in the way that these things are built that you can actually have your sense, all your senses, like it smells like you're at the game. Just oh, imagine that shit. Like yeah. that is that could be 50 years down the track, and that's yeah. how we're experiencing games. Legit. Like, so she predicts um, that within five years, but at least 10 watching a live match on television in the living room will not be the most common way to experience f- football. The traditional image of someone sitting on a sofa watching a screen is something we cannot imagine is going to still be the reality, not even in 10 years, maybe in five years' time already. Things move much faster than we think. For many fans, the first contact with football is actually through FIFA, and that's a video game experience. Then they actually enjoy it, and then they come to the real game. We need to be very open-minded about the opportunity this gives for us for future fans. And not for anything, a lot of this 
is really probably going to involve, and it's something that we can touch on in a future episode, but fan tokens. This is where fan tokens and partnering up with certain crypto agencies and creating a fan token, like a Man City fan token, like... Um, I think they have one from memory. Yeah, they probably do. And it's the yeah, same with like do. Alpine, Alpine with Binance. To yeah. cre- like Binance is creating Alpine F1's uh, fan token. Uh, the Australian Open had a fan token created for them. Mm, okay. Like all, the, it's all literally getting the ball rolling type of thing because not for anything, you got to think about it. You're not just going to say, oh, we've got a metaverse and I bought these virtual reality headset and these gloves or whatever the hell you need to put on to enjoy this game. And you get to do and now, And then yeah. I can just go walk into Etihad Stadium and watch the no, game. No, you're going to have to pay. That. Like it's, yeah. they're going to make money out of it. So, yeah, of course. And not for anything, you think about that, it gets more bums on seats because it's unlimited people bums yeah. on seats, not just the capacity of Eddie Head Stadium, Stadium. Yeah. which is crazy. So, yeah, yeah definitely no, the future of football. And as Saucy did mention, yes, Brooklyn, uh, I'll quickly just run through this. Um, they're named, there's the Netiverse, pretty clever. <laughs> By Brooklyn. The Nets put a virtual broadcast of their game out where you could watch it as if you were on the court, and that is truly mind blowing. Uh, imagine court being able to sit in your living this room cool. and watch an NBA game. It's pretty cool, but you, you, I, I understand it. It's a bit glitchy at times. It looks, yeah. I'll play this video here. This almost looks like two K. It looks it like two K, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Especially this camera angle. There you go. Pretty cool. Well, that's that's wow. always going to be developed into a. I mean, this is this is the product. very very infant early stages. Stage exactly, yeah. and that's and not for any, that's pretty good for an infant stage. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, it'd be a lot worse. Yeah, they also implemented some stuff like this at, on the All Star Weekend as well, and um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see. So that's a bit of an update on that. Uh, next up is one from Saucy. Uh, he can give a bit of a backstory to this. He actually went to the back himself and he stood his ground on this one. But during the week, Messi one-on-one NFT source, bit of the background on that. Yeah, so um, anyone who, you know, doesn't follow the, the Panini NFT market, um, you know, oh, uh, I think this was on Feb 18th, so about five days ago. Um, there was a massive sale on the Panini NFT platform. So the Panini NFT one of one um, sticker Messi sold. I'll bring it up so people can see what I'm exactly I'm talking about. So this is from Panini NFT's uh, Twitter account. And, you know, they sort of share all big sales and things. So here it is here. That's what the person bought. NFT Messi uh, mugshot one of one. Um $10,000 it cost him, $10,000, 3.47 ETH, so $10,000 US dollars. Is this on Pretty Ethereum? Pretty crazy. Yeah, it's on Ethereum, okay. um, 3.47 ETH. Um, well, there wasn't, no. Well, it's on the Panini platform, right? So it just said 3.47 ETH okay. worth, but it was $10,000. Um, okay. Pretty crazy if you ask me. Um, you know, and... Why I wanted to bring this up was obviously, Doma, you know, I had a bit of a, a discussion with some people in a, in a Panini NFT sort of group DM chat that we're in 
and, you know, sort of going back and forth and just trying to comprehend, you know, why this person would choose to spend $10,000 on this, why they, why they would decide that this would be a good play. Um, and I, I really can't comprehend it. You know, I, like I go into one, uh, 30 point and I just type in messy auto and like, you know, you can get some, you know, here's a Jersey patch, messy auto out of immaculate that sold for, Poor. you know, 2,500. Mm. So you're telling me I can essentially buy four of these for that, for the price of that one sticker NFT, you know, like I, I'm, I, I, I'm, we, I, it's so bizarre that I'm saying sticker NFT. It's not like I can peel something off the back of it and actually stick <laughs> it on something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Like, I, I don't understand. Um, and it just baffled me that, you know, the people, the, the dispute was, oh, in two to three, four years' time, that one of one will be worth more. I'm like, yeah, but in two to three years' time, that $10,000, think about how many times you could have flipped that over to, you know, potentially increase that instead of being stuck holding something for two to three years that's worth $10,000. I don't know, just your thoughts, fellas. Like, you know, I I don't see see the sense in it. I really don't. Mookie? I I do and I don't. Like, it's one-on-one. So, and think about it in terms of other NFTs and what other NFTs are worth. I guess $10,000 for an NFT probably isn't that much. Again, it's on the Panini on the Panini platform and, and stuff like well, that. Well, that's massive for the Panini platform. I think that's that yeah. was a record sale. Uh, but I mean in for, in regards to other I mean in regards to other NFTs like say like a, even some big top shots. Yeah, I know what you're talking big about. Top like, shots are worth. Yeah. I know. Like the that's, apes and all the the random yeah. JPEG images T- that 10 grand is flogging off. Yeah. yeah. It's it's small change compared to some of that stuff. Um, he had his own NFT collection at one stage as well, though, didn't he? Yeah, with Eternity, I believe. Yeah. Um, with so that platform, really like his, which they did really something. Like yeah, it's not really like it's his first one. I guess it'd be like his first licensed one in a PSG kit. Probably the P- yeah, PSG, definitely. Yeah. Um, in terms of would I rather four patch autos than, than the NFT, I'd, I'd probably take the four patch autos, to be honest. Um, but... Depends where this NFT stuff sort of goes. Is there any is there any um, utility with the Panini platform at the moment? Yeah, so this so this was brought into my debate. There's there's really no utility other than you know owning it. There is a bit yeah. of um, there is a bit of security. I will say that by having it centralized on the Panini platform, there is probably more security than um, you know it being able to be listed on OpenSea and other uh, marketplaces like looks and, you know, rareable or whatever other ones, there's, there's a whole bunch of them out there now. Um, and I say this because uh, there is a bit of, you know, situation going on at the moment where, where people are literally just screenshotting um, NFTs, expensive NFTs, and then reminting yeah. them and then flogging them off. Um, yeah, as their own. Um, who would have thought? And, who would have thought that was going to happen? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Um, but that's what I say. Like you know, in terms of it being on Panini's platform, they've got control over that. So you yeah. know, that there is a bit of that security. But other than that, you know, other than that one point that I can say, they're so slow. They're slow, so slow. Like you know, Doma, I was into you know getting onto the packs. Um, you know, I think I hit bought one or two packs, and you know, I did alright about. It. I didn't lose money. Um, you know, sold, sold it. Um, yeah, better than tops. Look, the platform itself is better than tops. So I'm not going to yeah. lie. The Give them credit platform, there. 
Um, what are the credit there? But it's just there's just so slow to add new features, and I, and I just I just don't believe that this is enough at the forefront for them to add features at a steady you know, enough pace to to have more layers to the platform. I I don't even know what 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 I'm saying by having more layers, but you know to just have what it is now, which is essentially a digital gallery. Hmm. You know, that's all it is, a digital gallery. I don't even know if I can, you know, show this gallery off to someone else without having to show them with my phone or set, taking a screenshot of an image and sending it. Like, can I say, hey, here's my account, you know, Saucy Collectibles. You can check out all the NFTs I've got on the Panini platform. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't yeah. looked into it that much. But, you know, that's a feature that should be there. You know what I mean? If I go around and, and look and see is that, and that's not something, that's not there then I would be even more questioning why the fuck this person spent $10,000 on a one-of-one one NFT messy. Yeah. It's just the, it's just the thing at the moment. Image. It's just the thing. I, my concern, I'm with you, Source, the the time turnaround in terms of updating their platform. I, I mentioned it. I gave a bit of a cheap shot, like, I said to Source, and it was like, by the time they even get around to fixing things, Fanatics would have already taken the license because they've bought tops and they're creating their own thing and because everything's so centralized there who's going to be want to be collecting panini nfts yeah tops have already got uh sorry tops fanatics already have an nft uh company that they own yeah so candy so it's interesting on that front and for the 10 grand like would i have bought it no what would i have bought instead ronaldo patch autos <laughs> That's how I would avoid it, baby. <laughs> Ronaldo Patch Autos. Let's I'm with, go. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's funny. Good take on that, boys. All right, Sauce. Quick update on BTC. It has dropped. Um, I think a bit of it. You can tell me if I'm wrong, Sauce, but I'm going to have a bit of a punt here because, as we as we know, crypto is influenced a bit by society these days and things that are happening globally. Uh, it is having a bit of a direct impact like the like the financial market to things that are happening. And interesting stat out there, 12% of Bitcoin owners come from Russia. So Really? Yes. So 12% of the owners of Bitcoin uh, based in Russia. So that could also be having a bit of an effect at the moment based on what's happening over there. I could be wrong source, but... I did read that stat and I'm putting two and two together, I think. And it's dropped a little bit, but uh, we'll see what happens there. But it's also right, before, you, before on, I will just bring this up and let people know that you can uh, go buy BGS 8 Lionel Messi Mega Cracks rookie uh, for 6,600 and still afford that immaculate number to 25 patch. So you get you get a BGS 8 rookie Mega Cracks and you get that immaculate auto Messi for the same price that that clown bought the the uh <laughs> nft one of one so I, I, look, doesn't make sense doesn't make sense to me that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say all right all right no, without BTC, further ado yeah. i'll bring i'll bring it up btc so here we are uh we'll start off at the at the daily chart what we're looking at all right so at the moment btc is at thirty eight thousand eight hundred. you know about there I'm um, talking US dollars, uh, always talking uh, real money as uh, real money. Mr. K say. Um, so we'll mark out our levels like I, I explained last week. If you were you know, watching, you're marking out the support um, and resistant levels. 
So that's our support here. Daily support. And daily resistance. So that's our, our sort of channel that we're in at the moment. Not a bad little channel. Looks like we had a bit of a, a, a bounce off that area there. The 36,000 area and uh, it's moving up. Um, we'll draw in a couple of trend lines to sort of see what's going on. Um, yeah, maybe could have been a bit like something like that and it's broken up, come back down. It's testing back the 36,000 and looking to potentially push back up. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. To me, it still looks like it's bearish and we look like we're going to probably still go down. As we see here, the white line, uh, I'll get this, this white bit here where it rejected, and I'll zoom in so people can see a bit better. It got rejected there, and then it came back up, went back down, came back up, got rejected there, you know, close to the 200 EMA, and now it's come back down to the daily support. I think we're probably going to see something like where BTC goes back up, might go back up to this level again and get rejected. And if it gets rejected a third time at that level, we could probably see BTC dropping, you know, below the daily support uh, if it gets another rejection. So, you know, we might see a bit of a recovery um, in the next few days. Please keep in mind that I am doing this analysis on a Wednesday, and by the time this launches uh, on a Sunday, I mean, yeah. a lot can change in crypto, you know, in, what, but, two days, but, two and a half days. Yeah. But the overall sentiment for me personally um, for BTC is bearish. So, you know, people, um, I don't, you know, people were saying that, uh, we'll get in hundred K BTC. I don't, I don't think that's coming anytime soon. I think we're still, uh, it'll come if it's going to come, much. it'll just come in November. Like it does every year when there's a boom in the market, mate, November, just before Christmas, everything just goes to the moon. That's when it'll come. Yeah. So, so look, probably if we're looking to go upwards, we need to see, we need to see a strong break of this trend line that I've drawn through drawn here. And then also a break above the uh, 200 EMA, which is this white line there. So if we get a nice break above this and then it breaks above that with good volume, good volume down the bottom here, good volume candles. What does good volume candles look like? Well, as you can see there, like, you know, that really doesn't look like much. Whereas if you look over here, you know, it's nice, really nice, big candles, big push, you know, a lot of buying power. Um, at the moment, there's not a lot of buying power there. There are a few other things that you can also look at. Um, there are little tips and tricks like um, understanding how to read certain charts that tell you how much BTC is being kept on exchanges um, and how much is being moved off exchanges. So obviously when stuff, when there's more on exchanges, more more buying power on the exchange. So there could be a chance that, you know, if BTC moves that these big whales are looking to push the price up. So, you know, there's all little uh, aspects as well as um, just the trading, but, um, you know, do you another, think, do you think that day. some of the things happening globally at the moment is affecting its source or no? It, it always affects it because everyone yeah. gets, you know, gets fear. Um, yeah. Everyone gets sucked into the FUD, but um, as a technical analysis, analysis you know and, and what i do ta you sort of you don't listen to the outside noise 
you know, you sort of just watch what happens on the chart. So for me yeah. at the moment, what's happening on the chart is that we had found support at 36,000 around there. We're looking like we're pushing up, but if we do push up and get another rejection, you know, potentially at 40K or 44K again, then we'll most likely come back down. Um, so well, you, yeah, we, we could be ranging in this area between 44 and 36,000 for a little bit, or we're going to drop from 36,000 down and back down to around 30,000 and test that level again. For any, so anyone that, that actually listened last week, a few people actually said that they enjoyed the new format of the show. They enjoyed breaking down crypto and actually learning it, which is pretty cool. They, a lot of people said they reckon this is going to be important going into the future. Yeah. But besides the point, Source actually graphed up XRP last week and said it's going to drop to around 60, 65, around that mark. It potentially might go lower, but he was confident it was going to get to 65, and it got to 66 throughout the week. So it's pretty good analysis, and everything you said that was going to happen, happened. So props to you, mate. Well, it is what you do, so don't expect anything less. So Yeah, so if, if, if I was looking at this and I was setting up uh, my charts, I would be you know, watching BTC over the next sort of few days. Um, yeah. We go to a bit of a lower chart, lower time frame, get a bit more data. But I'd probably just be, as I said, I've drawn in this trend line. It's been rejected there twice. So it's been rejected there once, twice. Um, so we'll probably look to go up. And if it gets rejected again, then it's going to come down. And, um, you know, as a trader, that's the, that's what you look for. If you find this rejection up here, that's a good chance to look for some short opportunities because as BTC comes down, other coins will get affected. And because the whole market is actually pinned to BTC, uh, when BTC starts moving in one direction, other coins say say BTC might move three or five percent, other coins will move, you know, six, seven, eight, nine percent. So there's more opportunity in other coins. So, you know, that's why you follow BTC closely and then um, find the volatility in other coins and then look to trade those. Well, that's that's just what I do personally, but you know, I find that that's one of the the key ways to be able to catch larger moves and and to make bigger profits um but yeah ultimately 41 i would be saying 42,000 41,000 is a key level um 42,000 43,000 around there if it gets rejected there then it's coming back down as i said um and beautiful yeah we'll just have to wait and see but um yeah a lot can Very happen nice. by the time this comes out boys so yeah. i'm just gonna pre-warn people that i've done this on a wednesday um and you know by saturday we we could never know we we might see um 30 uh 32,000, uh, sorry, yeah, 32,000 or something like that. We're um, definitely not seeing 100K by uh, Saturday. Let's just put it that yeah. way. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 100%. <laughs> All right, boys, good stuff. Fire or flame to finish off this one. Who's starting it? I know Lukey's got a nice one, so yeah. making big sauce. Get him up big. Kick us off, Lukey. Do you want to kick me off? All right. So, um, God, how do I even uh, start this? This is a bit of a different one. It's something I haven't... It's something I've been buying a fair bit of over the last few months. Um, more just to hold on to for maybe a little bit of time just to see what happens with them. Um, but it's a pair of shoes that I got in a raffle thanks to Foot Locker. Um, for anyone that... <laughs> for some guys that know, I don't usually take L's on raffles recently. I've been winning basically every single one I enter. Uh, which is which is always good. But what else have you yeah. won before you show? Been on these? a hot streak, mate. Uh, I got what three pairs. You got of those grades. Jordans. 
Yeah, yeah, three yeah, pairs right. of those. Yeah. I got two pairs of um, paid and bred ones. Um, what else did I get? I got a pair of um, Red Thunder fours. Um, there was one that I lost, but that was because it was like a limited, like a real limited elite, uh, okay. uh, like raffle of some old stock. That was the only one I've missed out on. Everything else I've won. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it continues. But they are the Rick and Morty collab of the. Lamello ones, what are they called? MB ones or something like that. Uh, MB ones. Box. Yeah. Show us the top of the box. Look at that. There we go. Very sick looking box. Anyway, I'll open them up. Yeah, these just came in from Foot Locker today, so I was pretty excited to get it. But uh, very impressed with the box. Um, awesome. Probably not a shoe you can wear out, but on the court, if you're wearing them to play in, they're pretty. They're pretty sick. Um, they look really good in person as well. Um, they do look good on the court as well. Um, when Lamello is wearing Did them, you get your and size? Yeah, they are my size. Yeah, um, I doubt I'll be wearing them though. To be honest, I, I don't think I could pull them off. <laughs> um, for anyone who wants to check it out as well, um, Lamello actually had some cool shoes during All Star Weekend as well. He had some purple, um, some purple, sh- uh, purple MB ones that I hadn't seen before. I think that was the first time he, he was <clears throat> he was wearing them. So we'll see if those get released as well. Very nice. That's changes it up. Saucy. Yeah, something different. Something different. Fire or flame? You gonna come and flame someone? Everyone's no, been good. I'm, I'm feeling. I'm pre- feeling pretty, pretty calm this week. I mean, we gave out a double lemon on the yeah. show, um, <laughs> so during the week. So I'm, you know, I'm fl- I think we've flamed enough people. Is there anything but, um, from Hobby Hangout you want to that you haven't talked about yet? Um. Yeah. Look. Look. I think I'll just give a fire to the to just the hobby in general here in Melbourne. Like I think people may have underestimated, you know, how big it is. Um, and, you know, just personally, you know, people who I know who are friends of mine, um, family, you know, know that I do this and have known that I've been doing this over the last two years and have reached out and, and now are actually involved in the hobby and are buying cards. Um, so, you know, I knew it, it had been growing and that there was a big place for it here, um, you know, in Australia, but, you know, especially in Melbourne. And just to see the turnout, and I'm, as I said, I'm still in awe in, in, in the event. It was just brilliant. Um, you know, it, it could have even potentially had been bigger, but um, I, I'm not sure if, if that's something that, that's on the cards. I don't think it is. I think it's just... Rumor them, on the street there we source. Go. Rumor on the street, yeah, what and is this it? is not. I listen. This everyone that listens this to this show, whisper. everyone that listens to this show knows that we know the organisers. All right, everyone on this show knows. But I'm guaranteed. I'm telling you right now, we have not had any contact with the organisers. We have not spoken about this. But someone else put in a Facebook group that I saw during the week with a nice winky face that we may have round two towards the end of this year back in Melbourne, Hobby Hangout. Fuck, that's a while away. Not going to lie. Yeah, I know. I know. We're in February. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm just saying, we could get two of these a year. And in between, there could be some fire coming. There could I'm be some saying. fire coming in between. Just look just out, saying. ladies and gentlemen. Just look that's out. what that's we'll, good. we'll say. Good to hear. So, Saucy's um, propped up Hobby Hangout. So my fire was going to be that. But this... There's someone else. There's someone else. It's a person that is getting a fire. 
Lukey, he's not going to believe this when when I when I actually give this as a fire. Oh, it's usually gosh. a flame. Usually a flame on on this show in particular, right? Oh, this show no, in particular on crunch time, and you know where crunch time branches out to. It branches out to soccer parties. So, just think about it. I'm giving it to the great man because I said to Sauce. When he scored for United, I actually jumped off my seat and started yelling, Alfredo. Oh, this no. Get out of here. Oh, my God. He's come back from the depths <laughs> of the bottom of the pool of talent at United, and he's got us back in front against Leeds. He was what a man. the depths. He was past he's, the set. There he is. Fuck there it, he is, man. Alfredo. Oh, Alfredo, mate. we love you. I've missed him. Luki, is, I've Luki missed especially. Him. Uh, if you got any black prism, uh, Alfredo, send them oh, Luki's way. Gold, Alfredo's. Any parallel you can think. I might even start PCing him just to piss you off. So, I'd respect it. I'd respect it. So, Alfredo, a fire oh, for you. A fire episode. Great way to end it off, boys. Uh, That has been another episode of Crunch Time coming up big when it counts. I'm Dom with the great men, Sauce and Lukey. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Crunch Time on the Double Coverage Media Network. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that bell icon to know when we drop a new episode. Also, feel free to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Crunch Time. Coming up big when it counts.